This is Leroy from War of Ages, and you're listening to Kingdom Core Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Core Podcast. I'm your host, Sean. Got Chris here with me. Hey, what's up? And man, that was, dare I say, this our best episode, Chris? I, I, I believe so yes it, and i don't i don't say that lightly i really don't um who did we talk to chris we talked to leroy jenkins no just kidding uh leroy ham wait what <laughs> who the heck is that <laughs> you don't know okay never <laughs> Pretty wrestler. uh leroy hamp the lead vocalist. No, I want to know who Leroy Jenkins is. <laughs> Look it up after. Okay. Everybody's going to be like shaking their head at you. Uh, <laughs> old gaming memes. Anyways, okay. uh, Leroy Hamp of the <laughs> Christian Metalcore Giants War of Ages. Uh, and we talked about their new upcoming album, Dominion, uh, dropping September. September 15th. 15th. Thank you very much. Probably Uh, a week or two after this episode. Yeah. So we've had the chance to hear it already. Uh, We cannot wait. It's so good, guys. It It is easily a top three War of Ages album, wouldn't you say? Yeah. If not, I would say it's it's rivaling Supreme Chaos for my favorite. I I think, and I'm this only is my three favorite. listens in. So <laughs> yeah. give give it more listens in time. It's probably there I, for me. I really hope that we're not hyping up <laughs> this episode, but and also dude, this album already too much. So hyped for this. <laughs> it I think it lives up to the hype, but I think it does. It um, exceeded my hype, and yeah. I was pretty hyped. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. we. I think this episode was amazing. We had a really cool conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, some. Difficult moments. Uh, Get the but then, Kleenex ready. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you guys have been following the band at all over the last couple of years, you'll probably know what that means. But uh, yeah, this was just, I think, a super special episode, mm-hmm. special conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we can't yeah. wait for you guys to listen to it. But before we get to that, Sean, let's we have a brand that usually we've been. Um, We've been reading Apple podcast reviews for a bit now on here, and a lot of them have been older, but we have a new one. It's our first new one since May. Brand new. It's five days old as of recording. Five days old. So this one is from JMZ number three. It's titled Jesus King of the Mosh Pit. (laughs) Here we go. I've listened. I've listed... He said, I've listed. I've listened to only a few of episodes, and I love it. This morning on my ru- on my route for work at FedEx, I started thanking God Almighty for this podcast because it's what needs to be heard. Jesus and heavy metal together like peas and carrots. When I was thanking God, I just started weeping tears of happiness because God gave us such a great genre of music to express ourselves through Jesus Christ, and it's a banger for sure. So thank you guys so much for this podcast, and keep rocking for the kingdom of heaven. Oh. Well, thank you, JMZ yes, thank number you. three. Or is it James? Is, that's probably James. James never <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jay-Z! Yo, James, number three. 
Oh man, dude, thank you so much. That is yeah, thank that you. is very kind, and we I am um, very flattered and mm-hmm. honored that our podcast um, made you weep tears of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, thank you all so much for listening. You can head over to Patreon.com/slash Kingdom Core Podcast uh, to subscribe. We are terrible, absolutely terrible with we our perks so bad at <laughs> them. So we've sorry. had this podcast for two years with <laughs> there's certain people that have literally spent hundreds of dollars and all we've given them is, is, is the podcast 24 name. hours early yeah <laughs> which we don't even do that anymore i'm so sorry we but, don't uh, no i haven't been doing that oh uh, chris we but, need uh, to do we need to get on zoom call with all of them yes we that need to do amazing. that for all of you yeah for anyone who has ever donated yeah absolutely yeah but uh right now our core givers we got anthony kuchma aaron peter fabian richter frankie blocker and steve mikulowski thank you guys all so much and then our true fans the dead pedal coffee company ever since the beginning absolute champs um mm-hmm. and then also mm-hmm. thank you to uh everybody else uh, we we got a few more let's just list them all off we got uh william fournier joel holder and logan morehouse and our newest patreon uh supporter ben archer sweet name thank sweet you for name. supporting the kingdom core podcast thank you with that here is our interview with leroy so then i came in and uh, kind of took over things and just made sure everything was like steady. And then um, we brought our new pastor in, which is actually like a friend of mine. Um, and then he was like, you need to be the associate pastor. I was like, no, I don't. So um, when I became associate pastor, I was it for a season. And then I did something with War of Ages and kind of put this other guy who I felt like was way more qualified. And not, not that I'm not qualified. It's just I don't want to preach. I have no desire not my calling. And, um, so this guy was phenomenal wealth of knowledge and just, he, he would speak all that stuff and preach and, uh, put him in charge while I was gone. And then when I came back, I said, you did such a great job, man. Um, <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> job is yours. <laughs> You're like, just let me come back and scream at the congregation a little bit every once in a while. They've been, yeah, trying, to, they've been trying to talk me into it too. They've been oh, really? <laughs> one time, one time because they heard that for Jack's church, our guitarist, Jack, uh-huh. he, he has this big church and I went there and guest vocaled and, pretty singing okay for a song and i did it first service and the second service this older woman who's the pastor's wife comes up to me and she's like honey you need to scream and i looked at her and i said (laughs) absolutely not like this is like they were a baptist church but like went non-denominational so you know what type of congregation i'm talking about so i'm like no it's not gonna happen and she goes, you you need to. And everybody else was already trying to get me to do it. But they said, second service is the service. And then I, I said, <laughs> so good. I said, she goes, whatever you need to do it, it'll happen. She goes, I'll take you out to eat. And I go, anywhere I want to go? She goes, anywhere you want to go. I looked up on my phone. I was like, this place? And she's like, okay. And I went, you got it. So we got on stage. And I, I sang this, there's power in his name, you know, there's power in his name, you know. And at the end of the song, there's power in his name. So I was like, there's power in his name. 
<laughs> and I mean, I held that straight. I was like, yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Right into the bass player that we had in our band at the time. He was just filling in. He was the worship pastor there. Right into him going, Lord, we thank you so much. Like right into a prayer. <laughs> Gave no time for the congregation to react. <laughs> yeah. And like literally, I guess, uh, like this is in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. I guess for like a year, everybody talked about that. They had the video because they filmed at the time. They did oh, like, I want to see know, Wait, this. Is this online? It's It was. But like oh. after so much time goes, they get rid of the old videos. Oh, did anyone clip yeah. it? <laughs> I wish I would have just because it was so hilarious. I, one, I was Dude, like, I, need I went all this. in. That's I went amazing. All like, it wasn't even like, you know, I went straight <laughs> all in. Oh, you know, man. I made it I made it worth it. But my pastor here, he's been uh, trying to get me to do it. And I told him, I said, the moment at my home church I scream is the moment you pay me $2,000 every single Sunday I play on that stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Because I live here, and this is my home. I am not screaming. I'm not Leroy from War of Ages here. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I'm just, I'm just Leroy, you know, Pastor Leroy or whatever. So I was like, that's just, that's a surreal life. It's not even real in general. So, right. That's so <laughs> funny. That Do you find hilarious. as a metal vocalist, people asking you to scream all the time? I hear it's like when oh. someone, when someone meets a comedian and they say, all right, tell me a joke. Yeah, I hear it's like joke. the same thing. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, I would say, you know, if they know I, I sing in this band or they've heard the band or something like that, or, and it's just like, yeah, there's always that like, <laughs> Oh, show us how you do it. You know, um, here at this church, it doesn't really happen as often. Um, cause everybody knows me. They, they don't That's even fair. think war of ages anymore. Like it used to be like Leroy for war of ages, but now it's like, they don't even think they just think Leroy with five kids, you know, running <laughs> around. so, um, yeah. So, I mean, I do get it every now and then when, when it comes up, like when yeah. somebody's talking about an album or something that they like, they go look at Leroy and I'm like, I know, I know you want me to scream. Not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> do you get like random new people coming up to you like at church or wherever and they find out somehow and then they're so, just like, you're in a metal band? <laughs> I get two things. One, I get people that come to church because they know of War of Ages and they just want to try it out and they hear that I go to the church. Oh, so I get funny. that. And they typically they'll show up in their metal for today t-shirt or war of ages <laughs> t-shirt. Um, and they specifically are asking for me this and don't get me wrong. It's not like I have a line out the door. That's like, Oh, it's just random. <laughs> like it happens every now and then, but they're specifically want to talk to me and, you know, and I'm always cordial. Like I'm always mm -hmm. like very, you know, kind and nice and it, very weird. Like I feel, I feel very <laughs> weird. They're stoked, but I feel very weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, I get that sometimes. It's it's very rare, but I get that. Um, and then there's the, the more common, which is what you were talking about, where somebody's just a metalhead. Then they hear that I played in a band, and it's War of Ages. They may have heard of it or may have not, um, but then they go and research and like, whoa, you know, like that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah cool. I kind of get that probably more often than the actual like war of ages fans showing up to church you know <laughs> that's funny <laughs> so and what's funny is what's funny about it is the um the war of ages fan typically doesn't stay 
like, don't like steak. So one it's, Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it's like a one Sunday. Oh, I met him. It's cool. And then like, but the the one that's like you know metalhead that just came to church just randomly. Mm-hmm. They typically stay. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's funny. Yeah. Well, dude, thanks for uh, coming on. We've been, uh, I know it's been a bit. We've been trying to get you out. We tried to get you on back when Rayma came out and it just, I know. just didn't happen. But um, <laughs> I, will, no, I will be honest. And I even told my guys, I said, I'm doing it. I promised the label. I even shaved my head. I'm like, in my beard. I'm like, I promised the label that I would really try. I, I mean, you, I, we, we run, well, we own one business and are kind of starting another one, five oh, no kids. Way. You know, so when I'm That's home, crazy, I have learned in my life that I can do three things really well. So my family is one automatically, you know, mm-hmm. but then the other two flip flops. So either it's war of ages and church or war of ages and Kim dry or, you know, like one of the, they flip flop, but now it's like war, uh, my family in my business. So then church and war of ages flip flop. Yeah. If I try gotcha. to do all four, none of it's good. Yeah, <laughs> for oh, sure. Well, I can home, tell you, you definitely focused on War of Ages because it's good. <laughs> it is really good. Yeah. 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 We, we um, with this, well, Rayma, we kind of put that one together because we were all just bored and we were like, mm-hmm. man, we need to write some music, but we didn't want to do a full album. We just kind of uh, want to do half an album. Because that um, was a quarantine record, right? Yeah, it was quarantine. I mean, we already had some stuff going. We just wanted to put out something, you right. know, and um, I like it. Like, don't get me wrong. I really do like the, the album and, or the, the EP and stuff. But, you know, I, I really am stoked about this album. Like, I've been, I think, I've been stoked about albums in the past, you know, because you're always excited to put out your new material. But right. this one, I just love it. Like, I love the songs. I love the the lyrics. I love I love like I just love the direction mm-hmm. of of it mm-hmm. in all encompassing. Like some of the songs are heavy, some of the songs are melodic, but lyrically they're just very to the point, you okay. know. And so, and that that was kind of what we were going for, and it just really came together. And we are very like I'm pretty stoked. I was so stoked for Laodicea. I tried getting that to be the first single, but Jason, our label owner, was like, "I think you need to give him like we're still War of Ages, and then he's a heavy one." And I'm That's like, fair. "Eh." I mean, all the songs. So, I liked, so you so. give him Armageddon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it exactly. was. But yeah, and I really just I was like, let's hit him with Laodicea, and then we have, I mean, you you guys have listened to the whole record, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, like so three or four times. Yeah. Okay, so the um next week we're coming out with Apocalypse, which is like my Ooh. second favorite. Okay, and one. then we're when we release the album and do the music video and all that stuff, that's going to be for Famine. Oh so, yes, yes. Oh man, talk yeah. about an opening for the album. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Oh, when that riff <laughs> hits. Oh man, I was so hyped. <laughs> yeah, we we we. That was probably famine was the most collective on how when we all wrote together. That one. I mean, all of them we kind of like put two our two cents mm-hmm. in, and you know did and like had ideas for like we always do, but like that one was like the band song. Got it. You know, yeah. anything super heavy was like Elijah writing for a video game that we were <laughs> right. like, that's just too good. <laughs> you know, literally like there's horror. Um, there's uh, uh, 
Armageddon, death. like the heavier ones, death. Yeah. All that stuff were video games. Really? Elijah was literally writing for video games. And then he sends them to us, goes, like, check these out. We're like, these are pretty cool. And Jack's like, nah, bro, next War of Ages record. Do not use those. <laughs> <It's too good. laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. So, yeah. so Elijah so, does like composing for video games? Did I miss yeah, this before? Yeah, I mean, he like, he like dabbles in that kind of stuff. He okay. does like That's amazing so cool. job with them. But like he wrote 40 second clips. So all three yeah. of those songs were 40 second clips. And they were just so good. And we're like, all right, man, we're going to take those 40 second clips and we're going to write songs out of them. Oh, I <laughs> so, love that. So good. When, when I got to listen to the album for the first time, uh, just like a week or two ago, I, I put it on, Famine comes on, and then the breakdown hits in that song. Oh. Like It's already an amazing opener, but then the breakdown hits. I like immediately went to text Sean. I'm just like, dude, Famine breakdown and then he's just like i haven't heard it yet don't spoil it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah just i literally like, it blew my mind oh so yeah good. i mean this album i mean we have five singles you know that, that if that says oh, anything wow. at all like we, okay. we were literally that's why like each we had to put out so many songs we're putting out five songs before the record actually wow. drops you know yeah. and that's because we couldn't decide like we literally couldn't decide and we all were like, no, this, no, no, this. And then, you know, we, we, there's just too many different ones and they were all like really, like, we just really happy with, mo yeah. I mean, we're happy with all the songs, but right. like we picked five of them that we couldn't decide between and we're like, let's just release them all singles. You well, know, so thank you. And to the label, whoever made the final decision on the first two singles dropping yes. at the same time like having a yeah. double single like that was like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh it, it was uh more than just like a tease like definitely i feel like sometimes you'd get one song and then it's just like you have to wait another month until another one but yep. having the two you could really sink into it a bit this <laughs> honestly was a lot uh, was pretty much jason's idea label owner's That's idea awesome. um we were like thinking, okay, this is going to be like another seven month like thing where you release a song. And then, like you said, wait a couple of months. Jason's like, why don't we just release this thing like in a month? And we're all like, <laughs> that's like old school. Like that's the way yeah. more ages used to do it. And then he goes, here's what we can do. We can release two songs out the gate. Then like a week and a half later, release this song. A week and a half later, release this song. And then two songs coming out when the record hits, you know, like, so, or one song when the record hits. So it's like, I'm like, so five singles? He's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's just do it. Like, here's the dates. And we're all like, all right. Yeah. Nice. That's great. That's I think to Chris's point, um, I really like the, the two singles dropping at first because it also sets like right expectations for the album. Because a lot of times mm. you get the first single and you're like, whoa, this is way different than anything they've done. I don't know what to expect. But then like yeah. having two of them, it kind of balances it out and manages yeah. those expectations. So you're not like then disappointed later when they go a direction you weren't like expecting, you know, because yeah. Dominus felt like a very like this is War of Ages. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. Armageddon was different. Yeah, right. um, but in like a really good way. Like, right. Yeah, no, I agree. Like that was the whole premise. That's why we picked Dominus first, and and it was so War of Ages, but like better. 
you know, so it was like very, <laughs> very like, I mean, it's got my favorite breakdown that we've ever written at the very end. Yes. I'm, I'm all about old school hardcore. So with that, you know, like, I mean, I remember us sitting in the studio and I looked at Jack and I'm like, can we please have a breakdown where it's just got that and the drums aren't like, you know, the drums are just like one, one. Yeah, exactly. I just remember touring with Terror, and all their breakdowns are sick. But, like, I remember the drummer talking with him. He's like, you know the heaviest breakdowns? He, and I'm like, what's that? And this is how he talks. He's like, you know the heaviest breakdowns? And I'm like, what's up, man? He's like, just one on the floor, one on the stair. And I'm like, you are so right, man. Because everyone, they're, they're like, all their breakdowns, I'm like, oh, I throw my mom in that pit. That's it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like that. It's just like the less is better on those breakdowns, and, and yeah, so Jack's like true. one on the floor, one one on the stair. <laughs> I love that. That's oh. awesome. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, it is a fantastic record. Listeners are going to be so excited. Um, I know running Kingdom Core myself, War of Ages is definitely a fan favorite in the Christian metal scene. You specifically have been like my most requested guest over like the last year so oh, really? <laughs> really yeah so really glad to have you on um yes. fans are going to be really excited but getting into dominion is, is it a concept record so it is yeah okay. like um i mean the thing about it is like war of ages i mean you probably could type into one of those like um you know the, the what are those like programs where you can tell the computer what you want it to write? You could probably say, write me a oh, word of ages song. Yeah. AI. Chat like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Chat, <laughs> yeah. And you type in there, write me a war of ages song. It's going to like battle through strength and, you know, like, you know, say, like, you know in my life, that is literally what my life has been about. It's been like, Oh, life sucks. Well, guess what? Jesus, you know? So, um, well, and so all of my songs have pretty much dealt with that. So you go through times when you're writing now, what this is the ninth album, not counting the EP. So nine albums and one EP. So, you know, where you're writing songs and trying to be creative. And then we, we live in a world now where like exactly what's creative. So like, you know, people are really testing the boundaries, you know, of what mm-hmm. creative, especially as a Christian is. And I just got, I'll be honest, I just got so tired of that like mentality and way of thinking. And I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to stick straight based and I'm going to go, you know, scripturally, you know, and then, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to put in my, like style, which is who I am and how I write. And, but I'm going to do the concept route of revelations, which every single one of my tattoos has seven head dragon of revelations. This one's got the demon coming out of the abyss, fighting the archangel, Michael, you know, my entire body is revelation. So, you know, I, I love that book. And so I just picked apart different stories and different trumpets or different things, seals, the Church of Laodicea, you know, mm-hmm. different aspects from that book specifically. And, and you know, we wrote about them. So um, and then I fit it to the music and, you know, that's that's how it went. So, yes, to answer your question, definitely a concept album. We, we just didn't, I mean, I've gone the route of trying to be creative and artistic, you know, and I do believe this was that, but it was more so like, I'm just going to be bold, 
You know, mm. I'm not going to try to, you know, play the system and give you the next, you know, whatever song that is dealing with some cultural something, you know, right. I'm just like, man, I'm just going to give you Jesus. That's what I'm going to give you and yeah. Holy Spirit and all that stuff. So. Yeah, that's what I noticed with the lyrics. It's just very in your face, bold mm-hmm. Jesus. Like mm-hmm. there's a couple songs or three songs or so that are like, just straight up worship, which I love. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and then yeah, just throughout, like it's just it's very bold lyrics, I would say, but mm-hmm. it's like straight to the point. It's not like, you know, going over your head every two mm-hmm. seconds. And it's right. not it's not cheesy either, which is yeah. really impressive too, because a lot of times bands are like, we're gonna be all about Jesus, and then it's just it's like Sunday school lyrics, it, you know. <laughs> yep. That was the that's the challenge that I've always had. It's like I've had this passion to write you know, and, and inspire. So if you ever like notice, like, here's the, here's the, the makeup of a war of ages song. It's like, life is, is rough. Then Jesus comes in and then victory. That's like every song. Okay. (laughs) And that, that formula for me works because of the fact that it's true. I'm just speaking truth, you know? And so it's helped me lyrically to keep it from being cheesy because it's truth. Mm-hmm. You know, um, now obviously phrasing and stuff like that, I could easily make, you know, I could come up with phrases. They're just cheesy. I've listened to them. We've all heard bands that do that. <laughs> you were, you know, like you guys were just mentioning, but, um, you know, I've just stuck to the roots of like, okay, life, life hurts life. It, this, this life is not made for us, but Jesus was, you know, and then at the end of this, if you choose this, then there will be victory. There will be peace, you know? And it's kind of like, how do you mess that up? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, you can, you can be cheesy, but it's kind of hard to be cheesy when you're writing about truth, you know? So yeah. in my opinion, and I love that changing gears slightly, but staying on topic of this album, um, I just got to get it out of the way. Can you talk about the artwork a little bit? So good. <laughs> oh, it's a quickly, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's Quiggle. So okay, we had this we had this idea on, on actually like on Rima, uh, we had the idea um, and we were like, let's call it. Well, <laughs> funny story. We had four songs on Rima. So we were going to call that album The Four Horsemen. Okay. Uh, yeah. And we had this idea in the studio, Four Horsemen. But it was like such a good idea. Like what like this album cover art, all that stuff that Jason was like, we're about to ruin this on an EP. Like, <laughs> let's wait to do this for the album. Dude. So then we, we, we were like, okay, let's do that. So we did Rayma, that artwork came, and then we got into deeper discussions for Quiggle, because Quiggle does all of our art, right. to, to do this album. And to be honest, Quiggle doesn't do many album covers anymore. Nor, and he is, he's a, a full-fledged artist. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so mm-hmm. it takes a long time for him to do our albums. Like, it's not something he does, like, in one day, kind of puts it together, and it's like, here you go. These take a long time. So for him to actually find time to do it, and for him to actually, like, we we would have to pay an arm and a leg for him to actually do it. But since he's a bro, and since he, you know, has done all of our album covers, I just said, bro, we'll wait for you. Like, we'll wait for you. He gave us a time frame, and it was, like, months after that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he's a busy dude. And I told him, it doesn't make any sense for us to try to find another artist. Mm-hmm. You've done all of our album art. 
and I just said, we'll just wait for you. And we did. We waited for him. I knew he would he would knock it out of the park, but we had the four horsemen in my mind. It's all D- Quiggle inspired four horsemen. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I knew it was going to be killer. Um, and he showed me the d- rough draft without color and just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, doodling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we could just take that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he's like, just wait. <laughs> so anyway, oh, he, he sent us the uh, color and sent us everything, you know, it finished. And I just looked at it and went like, no changes. This is it. Yeah. Send it to the guys. <laughs> and they were all like, yeah, we're going to set fire to the Southern Hemisphere. With this thing. Could you imagine telling Dave Quiggle you wanted changes on his, on we, his first We've draft? done it. Oh really? <laughs> oh, not, not on this one. Not on this one. But we've done we've done little changes before, um, but it's like real hard because yeah, you know um, what I meant. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to like even do that because it's good. Like there's like right. really like nothing. Like I did I did mention one change on this one, and it's kind of like a what do you think change? You know, yeah, like instead yeah, of yeah. being like, bro, this is what we need and need you to change this. I mean, he knocks it out of the park. So the only thing that I thought in this album is I wanted there to be like some kind of spirit figure above the horseman kind of sending Mm. them out. Mm. Okay. But the problem with that, it would make that artwork. So it's already busy. It's got four horsemen. Oh yeah. It would make it really busy. And that was his, (laughs) his only thing too. And I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. It needs to be about the four horsemen period. Mm. And that's what it is. So. Yeah, I like just looking at your guys's album covers. I thought at one point back in like 2014 that it was probably going to be impossible to surpass Supreme Chaos's art. Oh yeah, uh-huh. and then the Alpha, Alpha did that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Alpha is one of my favorites, and just because I had this idea with Alpha, where I'm like, bro, we just need a warrior holding a demon's head. <laughs> Like straight up holding the demon's head. I'm like, Quizzle, you think you can do that? He's like, I got your back. Dude, <laughs> you know, like, now, I think that's one of the best cover arts ever. Agreed. Like that I've ever seen in my entire life. 100% agreed. Uh-huh. But what I was going to say, like I love Void cover. It's it's like a little bit different stylistically. I love it. Right. Rayma, amazing. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I think we have a competitor with Dominion. Like... Like, never did I think Alpha could be topped, and it's like this is like it's up there can stand beside it, and it's mm-hmm. there's they're so good. Yeah, I is mean, a master. Like he is, he really is, and 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 the warrior aspect that we've always had is there because obviously there's four warriors on the uh, cover of this one, you know. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of like back and forth with like, okay, this might change it, but we need to kind of have some relevance. Like War of Age is all about the warrior theme, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what we like. That's spiritual warfare, and I'm like, what better way to, to you know, have I cover with spiritual warfare than the four horsemen? You know, yeah, because of yeah. the apocalypse. So, yeah, I mean, it fits. He he knocked it out of the park. He really did. We were very happy. <laughs> Man, so. That's awesome. So, so kind of switching gears a little bit back to the album, I wanted to ask, um, like, who were you guys' influences for this? Because if you could correct me, if I'm remembering right, when you guys released Void, I remember seeing something like on Facebook or like something you guys did where someone asked who some of your influences were on it. 
and it was either you or someone else in the band had said that nobody in the band really listened to modern to much modern metalcore so you guys listened to like bands like era fit for a king architects to try to draw inspiration from what like kind of the younger metalcore crowd was listening to so did you guys follow a similar path with this record yes and no I would say, like, we're always trying to, to like, find and listen to what's relevant, you know? And right. we do enjoy, like, Wage War and that, that kind of – I work right, out to right. the new right, Wage War. But we're never going to have, like, five writers on an album that are, like, you know, <laughs> you know and, and two producers. and Like, it's just never going to happen. Yeah. So, um, you know, we – this route, um, it's kind of funny because we dug into the catacombs. Like, yeah. 2008 emails – Okay, of songs that Steve and I had passed back and forth to each other, where wow. Steve like wrote some riffs and sent it to me, like 2008, you know, like 2006. We gathered all those files, okay, this and is then cool. took them to Jack's, and we're no like, way. Jack, here's some old metalcore, okay. You know, like, here's what we need to do. We need to take this old metalcore and all these riffs that we found in the catacombs, and <laughs> make songs out of them so it's like you know we we grab we grab the 2008 metalcore feel like where where stuff was like popping you know and Mm -hmm. there's it was like new and fresh i'm like let's just grab all that and write songs with them and then let's put in some of the new stuff that we do Uh into those songs so it's a good mix between like war of ages metalcore Mm kind of like um you know dominus and then you know mix that with you know that. Dominus, Apocalypus. Um, it's funny. There's one song in like whenever you write songs and you have them in the studio before you put the real title to them, you have like working titles, right? You yeah. know, and one of them's called "08 Steve." <laughs> 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 so, yeah. So Apocalypus was an was I Fitting. believe that one was "08 Steve." Um, so like, yeah, I mean, we have like riffs that we use from back then, you know, we had Jack come in with newer riffs. We had, uh, video game songs that were meant for this project, but ended up coming over into war of ages product. We kind of just brought everything we were doing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the video game project pretty much came out of playing like doom, the new doom eternal oh, yeah. game. Armageddon. Yeah. Armageddon sounds like doom. That's like the first just, thought I had. Just wait until you hear the. Oh, yeah, you did. You hear the other. You've already heard the record. So, like the other ones, you hear. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm like, yeah, we were playing Doom. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. So, it's pretty cool. One song in particular that you actually haven't mentioned yet that I was telling Chris before this was my favorite of the non singles is the song War which okay. is just um, – I don't know. There's something about that chorus that just grabs me and holds me for the entire song. Um, mm-hmm. Would you mind just talking about what that song's about? Because there's almost like this urgency in the chorus and in what you're saying where you're almost like pleading for someone to like come back to Christ, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let me, let me pull up the lyrics real yeah. quick. I actually have them on my iPad, but I'm kind of using my iPad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, so so the lyrics for war. Okay, it's it's the it's the hardcore song. Yeah, <laughs> dude, hitting that like truth. <laughs> dude, sheer sheer <laughs> so force high. of will in the studio. Sheer force of will. 
That's oh, what Elijah it. always says. I'm like, how am I supposed to hit that? And he was sheer force of will, son. Just hit it, man. You got the sheer force of will. You don't know until you're in it and you're in the studio. You're like, <laughs> eyes yeah. going cross. But um, yeah, man, that song in general is about um, it's a, it's about one of the four horsemen. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's the four horsemen. It's about his war. Okay. And so what I did is I did some digging, like a lot of these songs, all these songs, pretty much. I, I like researched, you know, and I, I, you, revelations is a really hard book to fully understand and grasp. Um, but blessed is he who reads the book and learn, you know, it'll, you know, definitely bless your life. Um, so like I studied, you know, I studied about the war horse, you know, and, and what it was and what it meant. So that's pretty much what that song is about is it, well, it is about the, you know, the, the red horse or, mm-hmm. you know, war. Um, and just about the, the apocalypse, you know, when he comes down and like literally um, when the war horse comes in, it, it, it's going to destroy, you know, it's the horse of war. You know, yeah. it literally is going to destroy, you know, percentage of the earth. And, you know, these people are going to be in anguish and, and it's chaos, pure chaos. So, yeah, um, you know, and it's all about conquest. Um, mm-hmm. And these these higher powers or these leaders fighting over, you know, um, their place and who's got the hierarchy and all that stuff. So but um, in particular, of course, uh, there is no place to run, no place to hide from truth. For you are surrounded. The choice you made has left you crippled and alone. This wretched existence. So basically, those are the people that are left in the crosshairs. Mm. You know, here they are, left in the crosshairs of, you know, all these higher governmental powers or whatever fighting over position. And we as the the, the people are just strand, left between their fighting and their chaos and casualties. Mm-hmm. So... You know, that's just, it's more of a perspective on like what these, like, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. You know, this is judgment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's got, it's got like such a somber feeling to it. Like the way you guys end it with that guitar solo just, and it kind of just ends right there. It just left me feeling like almost this feeling of like emptiness, you know, like, mm-hmm. wow, like this is this is going to happen. And that's the final ju- judgment ends like that. You know, there's nothing after judgment, you know? Right. Yep. No, absolutely. I want I think one of the hardest songs on the record that I had to write for is one I was the most nervous about was misery. Um, okay. because it's a lot of singing and yeah. I'm, I'm, that's something that, and it's, it, it's a lot of singing, which is something I don't typically do for war of ages. Did it cause and, misery? Yeah, you know what? It's funny because <laughs> and, and it just so happens that that's the song about the scorpions. So I'm like, how am I going to write a song that's all singing about these scorpions that come out of the ground and sting everyone? You know, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, that was a hard song to write lyrically. But yeah, I mean, in general, each song had its own trials, but they're mm-hmm. fun. You know, and war was, was the. I call it the punk rock song because that chorus is just like, it's all up here. So good. So, but yeah. As far as you guys writing the album, like Mm -hmm. musically, like obviously most of it's done by the time that you're doing the vocals. 
most of the time. That's yeah. the way it works. That's the um, way it works. I do all the vocals <laughs> like after all the music's there. Yeah, I like, like feel it. How how long was that collaboration to make the music side of it? Like, did you guys do it all in the studio together? I mean, you come up with riffs. Like, you have riff. Like, there, it's each album's been kind of different. Like, Void, we pretty much came up with the songs, and Jack would like take the riffs and put it together and build them into songs, and then we all went to the studio and recorded them. That was Void. Um, we went into the studio for Alpha. You know, we all were in the studio, kind of wrote together. And then Supreme Chaos prior to those, you know, we all were in the studio writing together. We did have some riffs that we brought into there, you know. This one, we kind of, like, had some riffs. Like I was telling you, the like, 08 Steves and all that stuff. We had some riffs mm-hmm. and video game riffs. And we got into the studio and, like, really just pieced them together there. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, like, yeah. we just kind of all came out early. And then we just pieced the songs together and, you know, like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like this. And we had a goal. Like, we definitely, definitely wanted to go, like, old school metalcore. We really did. Like, mm-hmm. we we wanted to go, like, stuff that we loved when we were growing up or when we were first starting War of Ages, you know, and or, or the other guys when they were in their vans. Like, we, we wanted to go, like, the route of, like, roots, roots, you know, yeah. mixing some of that newer stuff in there, but roots, you know, was sure. the foundation, the skeleton is what mm-hmm. we called it in the studio. Yeah. That's why the breakdowns are a little more like simplistic, you know, but then like there's some that are like kind of tricky, you know, but yeah. So writing and stuff, we wrote a lot of it, probably most of it in the studio. Okay. And wh- when were you guys in the studio for this one? Like, sort of been we were, like before last summer? Yeah, it was, let me see, Luby passed away in july one year yeah. ago yeah um so it would have been 2022 mm-hmm. is that tw- wow. am i right okay. yeah yeah 2022, 2022 yeah. probably yeah. winter of 2022 yeah because libby recorded with us that winter um okay. yeah and then we finished it and he and jack was supposed to mix it in july so mm, okay. that was that was what, yeah, because he finished all of his drum stuff and went to Paris and toured with another band. And then um, that's how I'm like remembering all this time <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And then Jack was supposed to mix it that July and and obviously Louie passing away. So mm-hmm. we were filled with that and did not honestly want to touch the record at all. You no, know? I don't blame you. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, are are so, you okay just kind of talking about that a little bit? I want to be sensitive. Yeah, no, like I, I, I mean – Really, honestly, man, it, it was it was a shock. I mean, we mm-hmm. were shocked. I, I remember, you know, um, I remember Luby's mom uh, texting me and said Luby's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, trying to like, I don't know. It's it's a hard thing to talk about. I'll be honest. Yeah, um, but um, Luby's in the hospital. I don't know how how he's you know he's not doing well. And I'm thinking like Luby's just not just Luby's just sick, you know, and like because you know just sick. Um, and then we got a text later um, from his uh, his mom texted me and said I don't know if he's going to make it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, what is happening? Like, what are you talking about? Not going to make it, you know? So immediately I'm like oh my gosh, like this is serious. So I told my wife, I was like, hey, Luby's in the hospital and it's not good. Like, I, I don't know what that means. 
I just know it. She said, he's probably not going to make it. If you want to come say your goodbyes, you better come now. And he's in Nashville. So I immediately called the guys and I said, listen, it doesn't look like Levy's going to make it. We need to get down there right now and be with him. You know, so Jack waited right at the time. Elijah lived in Kansas City. He drove to Jack's. Jack jumps in Jack's car. And another friend of ours, the bass player guy that played for us a while back, um, he um, he jumps in with them and goes to, to Nashville. I'm waiting for Steve, who lives in Erie, and he drives about four hours to me and waiting for our sound guy, who's a close friend um, as well, Nolan. And he jumps in with me, and then we just – you know, head down, we head down to Nashville, which was like a four hour drive for us. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we get there to the hospital and Jack actually had church the next morning. And so he, and he leads, so he like couldn't miss. So he drove down like right away and sat all day with them, prayed with them, all that stuff while Mm -hmm. in Luby was in a coma. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that happened and then he had to leave with that group. And then he left, and then maybe 30 minutes to an hour later, we got there. And then we just got a hotel and stayed the night. Mm-hmm. So we went, hung out in the ho- in the hospital with the family and, and Luby. And then um, we were going to stay and come back the next day, but they were making decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and we felt like it was just a better – it was better for them to just, like, have a family unit and make right. those decisions yeah. that need to be made. Not that, and they were totally cool with us staying and stuff, but we just felt like this is a different type of decision to make. Right. And it needs to be like mom, dad, you know, brother and making these types of decisions. So, uh, we ended up leaving the next day. Um, and then, you know, Paige, uh, text me and, you know, said that everything, you know, that, took him off life support and then he passed um peacefully um so i said to let us know when what's going on and what's happening with the funeral she gave me all that information and then we we all got a airbnb um went to the funeral uh and the reception and then went to the airbnb and cried our brains out so like mm-hmm. that was you know had a good time with us and just reminiscing and all that stuff um my heart hurts for the family, but they're doing well. They really are. Um, we, I let them, uh, Paige and the father and brother, um, we went through this entire album with them, sent them the album, um, sent them everything we were going to do, wanted to dedicate it to him, got their blessing. You know, obviously you can see in the photos that we're using, we still there, yeah, got mm-hmm. that blessing. You know, we just didn't want to be like, oh, we're just going to kind of act like this, that he's gone. And and it's like we've moved on. It's like he was a part of this album, you know, like he Mm -hmm. he did the drums to this album. So we didn't want to just like ignore that. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. but we also didn't want to be like, oh, we're going to use this for like a hype game. You know, Yeah. we just want to honor him. We want to honor him through the record. We want to honor him and his accomplishments. We want to honor him as our friend. And this album, he was a part of. So yeah. in our opinion, he's still a part of it. And we're we're sending him off. In yeah, a way. absolutely. I think like you know? getting to hear 
the work of an artist, you know, like he's not around anymore, but like having that work that he did see the light of day is yeah. a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And he was an amazing drummer. Like oh, one hundred. I, I know. I know people know his skill and listen to his records. And the dude was a one take wonder. Like <laughs> yeah. this stuff he does. I mean, we've had now as of this next run, we'll have two drummers that are play that are going to be playing with us. Um, and the one currently is is a known drummer, and both of them cannot play what Luby was playing exactly. <laughs> There's specific things in our records that Luby would just do, and neither one of them are able to do those things. Wow. Like it's just like, wow. hey, and they all talk about the same couple of parts, and we all <laughs> we have to tell them, here's how you can do it. This is how you know because you can't. They just can't. They're trying right. their best, right. and they're great drummers. But Luby was just a freak of nature. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. and you don't realize that until you're trying to find someone to fill in. You know, you're trying to find someone who can play what Louie played, you know, and, and you realize how, I mean, we've always known Louie was good, but it's these little things he does that you're just like, what is happening? Yeah. And yeah. and the, you watch the drummer's expression and it, they're just like, I can't do that. <laughs> 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 We're like, yeah, not many people can, so it's okay. Yeah, that's you hilarious. Know? So, yeah. How but, long yeah. was he in the band with you guys? So Luby came in the band after the burial, right? After yeah, El- yeah him and Elisha he, were in at the same time, correct? Yeah, right. Okay. Pretty pretty much. I think actually Luby was in a little bit before. Um, okay. So when Alex left the band, um, that was Void. Oh, okay. Like right oh, after okay. Void. It was right after Void, um, okay. and then because Alex wasn't on Alpha, um, so. It was that time frame, and I have no idea what that time frame would even be. So wait, Luby was on – he was on Alpha? No, he actually oh, wasn't. Okay. We we hired a drummer for Alpha. Oh, and, okay. Um, what I don't even remember the drummer's name. He's like – he was in Good Tiger or something. Like he's a pretty well-known drummer. Um, like the, the guy we went with, uh, Sukov, who did that record, mm-hmm. he was um, good friends with this – you know, what's his name? I'm like blanking on his name. All I know is that when I said this guy is going to be the drummer on the record and do all the drum tracks, everybody was like, oh my gosh, you know, and I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the hardcore kid that doesn't really know anybody unless it's like Terror or, you know, Hatebreed. I'm like, yeah. Josta, yeah. You know, <laughs> they're all like these technical drummers and, you know, know them. Jason, Jason. It's gonna kill me now that I can't It'll remember. Hit you it, like it, at midnight tonight? It will, it will. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So we had he Got he it. wanted him to come in and, and drum on the record, and so that's who we had. And then we had to find someone who could play all that stuff. Yeah. So um, Luby was the dude. He came in mm-hmm. pretty much right after we recorded Alpha, and then you know he came in and was the dude. So Sweet. yeah. So basically, Alpha on. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So. Jason Sukoff. Oh, and that was Jason. The... Jason Sukoff was the um, producer. Okay. Producer, but the drummer on it. It's it's on the the album. Oh, it says but... Alex Hamp on Alpha. 
on Discogs. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> what does it say that at? On Discogs. <laughs> yeah, well, they oh, are for real? Uh, They are sorely mistaken. <laughs> that funny. was not Alex. Here, I'll, I'll crack out my physical edition. Because I still have those. <laughs> there you go. It'll say it on that. Here it is. Look at that right here. There it is. Alpha. Yeah. Pop that open and and see it's it says it, it says drummer Alex Hamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh my incorrect. gosh, it does. It does. I so bet you funny. see now we know. Hold on, we'll see the thank yous. We'll see. Wait, does that say War of Ages is and then it says the band mem- band members? Oh, or yes, does it, it say does. drums what it recorded says. by Oh, here we go. Here we go. All drums and percussion performed by Alex Rudinger. There he is. Okay. Al- Alex Rudinger. Alex Rudinger. I'll have, to, I'll have to look him up after. <laughs> yeah. That's gotcha. funny. Well, I'll have to update that on Discogs. <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's like Wikipedia where anybody can go in and change. Yeah, Dude, we've yeah, had yeah, so many. Wikipedia, I check on there all the time. I'm like. There's all these members that like I don't even know who they are. Like <laughs> and there's one guy, there's one guy in particular that I've went on there physically and erased. I think this homie's putting himself on there. That's like he's so just funny. like, oh no, I was in the band. I've gotta like live up to this like standard that I've set and told people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so and then like, there's somebody else adjusting it and being like, Wait, War of Ages is an atheist metalcore band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm just man. like these people. So Alex Rudinger, uh, Whitechapel. Let me see. Oh wow, um, he must I don't be think good. He was then. <laughs> played for numerous metal bands. Uh, oh, Conquering, like the Dysto- Dystopia, uh, Threat Signal, The Faceless. Wow. Yeah, and he's worked with bands, Whitechapel. Like the Torch. Does it say what ages? <clears throat> so, uh, of course not. He's like, he's like, don't put that on there. It doesn't matter. Oh, that was Christian. <laughs> yeah, that. He's like, that kind of that might hurt me. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I. I used to make jokes on stage all the time. We would do like these non-Christian tours, or we uh-huh. pretty much always did those. But I'm like, yeah, we kind of gave up our. Uh, that like hype button a long time ago when we started, like we were Christian touring with, uh, you know, non-Christian bands, like the non-Christians were like, these guys are weak. And then it was like, the Christians were like, these guys are crazy. So like, we (laughs) never, we never really hit the hype train, you know, and then you've got, now you got like fit for King on tour with, uh, motionless and white, you know, where I think I saw a post for the singer, like, Wearing eye makeup and like yeah, 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 yeah. Ryan Kirby just posted. Yeah, I like, yeah, I'm like, if I ever posted a picture like that, and my wife saw that, she would fly <laughs> to wherever I was and kick <laughs> the living tar out of me. She'd be like, Emma, 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 you're a father. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, she'd be like, you're a man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, just playing. Oh, he's, he's actually a really nice dude. But uh, I, mean, I saw that. Awesome. I'm like, yeah, we couldn't even do that. Like, we couldn't be cool like that. So They'd be like, bro, can I get on the stage and sing with you? They'd be like, who are you? Like, oh, bro, yeah. we've been on tour with you for the entire two months. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Oh, you have? <laughs> we thought you guys were crew. <laughs> yeah. But another funny story is going back to the drummer of, of terror. We've done like five terrors, territories. We've done, I think, two territories in the U.S. And no, we have three territories in the U.S. Were those we recent? Because I had no clue no, you guys. Like uh, all three did since we've been a band. It was okay. like we went, I think, three times in the U.S., shared a That's bus crazy. with them in Europe. Okay. No way. And there's the last tour we did, which was the 10 for 10 tour. Um, I'm sitting in New York City, out back behind, out back of the venue, and I'm looking at the drummer. And he's talking to me, you know, he's talking to me because we would chat every now and then. And, you know, he's he's talking and I said to him, I go, bro, I got a question for you. He's like, what's up? I go, we've done three U.S. tours with you and shared a bus with you. This being the third in the U.S. and shared a bus with you in Europe. What's my name? (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, his reaction to me was like, Oh, bro, don't do that to me. (laughs) (laughs) He he said to me, he's like, to make me feel better, he goes, you guys aren't the worst band on this tour. That's so funny. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Appreciate that. (laughs) I'm going to get myself a hot dog, a New York style hot dog. So good. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Now the real really question good. is who else was on that tour? <laughs> we had there was Bane, there was um no I mean, it, was a, it was a hardcore tour. Wow. Yeah, Poison the Well was on it for a little bit. Um Dang, when what was this like 06, 07? It was that 10 for 10. It was like 10 for 10 tour um okay. which is like pretty much all hardcore bands except Crazy. for a couple. Yeah, that weren't us being one of them. Uh-huh. It was one of the hardest tours we ever did because it was like all Madball, you know, like oh, it was all hardcore gosh, band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was it was interesting. We the crowds were not 2009. Yeah, wow, crowds weren't exactly like all about us, <laughs> dude. That's yeah. what ten for ten is. It's like ten bands for ten dollars, like yep, ten dollar tickets. 10 One dollar a band. But now it would be a hundred dollars with inflation. Yeah. <laughs> doing that tour is what got us the Azalea Dying tour, which got us the Tool Cool tour. Because the guy who booked those oh, wow. tours is the guy who booked that. Got us the uh, ones with Time is Time is Grace. All those tours happened mm. because of that one tour we did with Ten for Ten. That's awesome. Wow. So, yeah. Do you speaking of tours? Do you guys have plans to do some tours for this? Um, I don't know. I like know you guys announced a couple shows, right? Yeah, a couple shows. shows. I'd like to do a little bit more, um, but it's hard. Like the the right. to be. Okay, so here's my like philosophy. Would I love the tour twenty four seven? That'd be great. But I wouldn't have a wife or kids if I did. So like, <laughs> trying to find that balance of like where we still like to do what we do and still like to play, mm-hmm. you know. But as you get older, you start to sit there and think about things more, you know, of family, but also more spiritual. Mm-hmm. It's like, would I like War of Ages to be like ultra successful? Sure, like what what guy do, you know what person in a band doesn't want their band to be successful to the point of making money and and all that stuff and doing what you love, you know. <clears throat> but my issue is there's also a side of it that's spiritual 
And it's like if if and I'm not saying this is like a hundred percent. If we were to meant if we were meant to be the biggest metal band in the world, sweet, then Lord willing, let's let's go. You know, but then I would be trading and this is just the concept that I have, I'd be trading all of my my treasures in heaven for what's here on earth. Mm -hmm. You know, we started this band to make a difference in people's lives. And if I get all the glory now and the big band and I'm playing in front of thousands a night, making all the money in the world, you know, but I'm saving the world, but at the expense of losing my family and losing my treasures in heaven, you know? So if that's meant to be, and not the family part, I will never lose my family. They are, they are number one. But if, if it's meant, War of Ages is meant to be like this, the biggest, next biggest thing, sweet, then the Lord's going to make it happen. And it's going to, you know, we're going to do everything we can to stay honorable and all that. <clears throat> but if it's not meant to be, I'm not going to push it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather just save people's lives and they go on to do crazy, awesome things. But then I die and I go to heaven and receive my reward, <laughs> you, know? Mm-hmm. you know, and which I would rather have that anyway, because I would, what better way to end your life in and go on to eternity and you know for the the son and the father to put their hand on your shoulder and say well done my good and faithful servant like you know then i'm like you know my life is is complete at that point yeah. you know so yeah i mean would i like to tour full time in some ways yeah um but that would be a we would have to be making a lot of money because my family right. would have to come with us. <laughs> you know, we would have to yeah. have our own tour bus because I tour with an I'd be touring with an army, and that's just my family. <laughs> you got, know? Hey, you got free uh, people to run the merch booth, right? <laughs> exactly. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> so it would have to be something similar to that, you know. And got it. If it was if it was like that, but I mean, going on a regional run or yeah, yeah, you know, like that kind of stuff that makes more sense. Like we did um, that. Uh, uh, impending doom run with a sleeper right. that was through Texas and stuff like that makes sense. I would do something like that in a heartbeat. Um, you know, other regional runs, I would do that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but the, the full U S full gone for 30 days, you know, our last one that was going to be crazy was right before COVID. And that was when we were on tour with disciple and it was going to be like a three month long oh, yeah. tour. That was like the last hurrah of like Mm. big touring Mm. for us. And then that ended up shutting down after the first week, you know? So, so like, I think that ship of like touring the full U S tour for this record kind of thing is sailed, but Mm. I do like the idea of regional. So if those opportunities come up and it makes sense, we would do it. Um, and it may, that may happen. I'm not close to it. It's just the full-time mm-hmm. touring. I'm, I just don't sure. want to. Yeah. yeah. You know, and this and is coming from a guy who lived and breathed touring. So. Right. Can you yeah. convince Jason to put together a Face Down Fest again, please? <laughs> and then you guys go to <laughs> We that. shall see. It's on his radar, that I can tell you. Ooh, I, okay. I, my wife and I, we've talked about it for years. Mm. If it comes up at a reasonable time if it's not the summer because my new job won't allow, ever allow that if it's not in the summer and it's like in california or wherever we're probably gonna fly down from Canada i would suggest to to face it, down face. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah face, face down, down fest. fest yeah so face down fest i i don't want to say too much but no! we'll see <laughs> 
<laughs> you already did. <laughs> um, I will. I will say that if you, if there ever is another one, um, I would suggest it. It's 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 a it's an experience one for the fans, you know, because it gets all the face down bands together to play, it's you know, incredible. a night or two. It's usually some reunions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some reunions yeah. happen, and it's just a really cool vibe. Yeah. It is because the yeah. one thing Face Down has done very well over any other label, and I won't mention any other names because there's a lot of great labels out there. I'm friends with a lot of people at them. <clears throat> They've done really well with the family aspect. Mm, amen. And their their you know their um, bands and the fans all have this collective cool vibe of like friendship mm-hmm. and all like just fun. Yeah. And that's what I really like about Face Down Fest. So yeah, I've so I've lived through the videos over the years ever since I was like a teenager, <laughs> and I'm like never been able to go, or or even stuff like Cornerstone. The closest thing I ever got was Creation Fest, and I'm like, uh-huh. I now that I'm a fully grown adult, <laughs> with, <laughs> with and before we have kids, <laughs> I want to go to Face Down Fest. <laughs> Oh, that's my life's that, goal. That's so funny. And I've been fortunate to go to the last two. He met his wife at a face down fest. I did. I, I met my say, I thought yeah. you had. <clears throat> yeah, I, I met think my I remember wife. meeting you. Yeah, at Chain Reaction. Yeah, right before the yep. pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, but I met my wife at uh, the 2017 20 year reunion. That's awesome. So yeah. that, was, that was Glass House. That right? was Glass House. You guys had yeah. Sunny come out. That was oh, and you guys played Southtown. Oh, I was like one of the coolest five minutes of my life. Yeah, that was. That, I'll be honest, that was one of the coolest five minutes of my life. So. <laughs> I just remember, I just remember, I'm like asking him, and I'm like, bro, can you come out and sing the song with us? And I'm like, bro, can we just do Southtown. Like that's like one of my favorites ever. Yeah. Like, and before we even did War of Ages, like I was like Southtown, you know. Yeah. And he's like. All right, man. I'm like, I don't want to just get you out there for one song and you sing your two second part. And then it's like, oh, peace out, dude. Thanks. We're cool now. You know, like, but uh, I'm like, we'll do we'll do one of ours and then we'll do one of yours. And he was like, yeah, man, that'd be dope. When we hit Southtown, I was like, I'm like, I might start crying mid set. Mid song. I'm just just like, fuck up the Southtown. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it was so cool and then when he climbed out on the crowd with me i was like oh, we win yeah we we win together we win that's awesome that's i crap. love that so much yeah oh i uh, yeah my wife was there for that it was great that's so cool well yeah. it looks like we're running low on time i wanted to ask you one quick thing real quick yeah. before for anyone listening to this record what do you want what do you want them to to take from it what should they know going into it? Any encouragement? Yeah, I mean, I want them to feel inspired. You know, um, every record we want people to feel inspired. But, um, I, I mean, my hope, my prayer um, with this record is is that, you know, people who are – there was a comment that I read the other day where it was this guy that said um, – you know, he's like, I, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in whatever, but I've been jamming this new single over and over and over. And he goes, and I, in my mind, I'm thinking like, 
this song in particular is a prophetic word over your life. Like that's what it's meant to be. It's meant to be Holy Spirit come and change my life, Mm -hmm. you know? And so you're listening to a prophetic word over and over and over that's speaking over your life, you know? And so I, my prayer is that the Lord uses this album that he uses the lyrics that he gave me to make a difference in people's lives. So that's like always been my prayer and my hope. And it, whether we get thousands and millions of views or, you know, whatever, change one person's life, you know? Um, <clears throat> so as you listen to the record, enjoy it, you know, enjoy listening to, to it lyrically, musically, grab things from it, come to a show, rock out with us. But you know, biggest, my biggest hope is always just change lives. Like I hope it ministers to you. I hope it takes you out of a dark place you might be in, you know? Um, and that's just, what I would ask for any record or any song. Yeah, we do. We rarely get a chance to see a harvest, you know, because we do what we do and we leave the venue and we leave the town and, you know, these lives may be changed, you know, and my life was changed through a band, X Disciple XAD, you know, Quiggles, you know, like um, I remember being 13 years old at a show and this band jumps up on stage in my hometown and I'm like this 13 year old kid and surrounded by 500 teenagers, you know, well, actually young adults, like they were like, you know, the cool shaved head chicks and all that stuff. And I just remember them getting up and saying, we love Jesus. This first song is called So Send I You. Dun, dun, dun. And they were playing with Hate Breed and, you know, before anybody knew who those bands were. And I'm like, that's what I want to do. Except I wanted to play bass, but I'm like, that's what I want to do. So I remember the, <laughs> the bass player, Alfie, he, he like broke a string and I walk up on stage and I'm like, bro, can I get that bass string? And he looks at me like, crazy he goes he laughs and goes here you go that bass string sat up in my top drawer all through high school wow. all through high school you know and it made me want to start my own band someday and i got the opportunity to do that that was one show then i followed them became a fan and all that stuff but mm-hmm. you know i hope i do that for other people i hope that lord used me in that way and it doesn't just have to be for a guy that's in a band that wants to play music I hope that it's for someone who literally can change other people's lives and start a ripple, you know? So I know that's like not a super short answer, but, um, Oh dude, that's amazing. And that's, that's been the goal. That's the goal for my kids. That's the goal for, you know, anybody I come into contact with in life, in life is just, you know, and the rest of the band feels the same way. You know, we all have our days, but like at the end of the day, like we want to change people's lives. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Dude, like, I can just say from personal experience that throughout the years, like I, I was in high school when I started listening to music like 2000 or metal 2010. Um, and I remember like return to life. I was out in Saskatchewan. I moved away from all my friends and my family, like my immediate family moved out there and we knew nobody. And Mm. I was kind of alone. (laughs) I didn't really make many friends out there. And I got to pre-order or my parents pre-ordered return to life with like a t-shirt and, and stuff. And like ever since, I mean, even before that I would listen to you guys, but your music has impacted me like cool. spiritually in so many ways. Like it's uh, among many other bands, but like uh, just thank you for all that you've done over the years. Like mm-hmm. you guys are always like consistently like one of those bands in this you know, genre type of music and in the Christian scene that you can really like 
look forward to and like you're always solid especially lyrically and mm-hmm. there's so much encouragement from that uh just for my personal life and i'm sure like literally hundreds of people listening to this can probably attest to that mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I, I appreciate yeah. that that one you just actually jogged my memory one little thing real quick is you know i talk a lot about like changing people's lives and people that are non-believers whatever yeah we play heavy music because we want to bring those people in we play right. club shows and all that because you want to bring those people in and give them something different but there's another aspect of it i think for today and sleeping giant these bands hit really hard is they were a voice in a for a generation of christians and believers who just didn't know what to do yeah and that is another thing i would like to see i would like to see like a lot of these bands i see them or christian bands that are no longer christian bands or whatever you know <clears throat> i wanted to be a voice for them too that they're still good hearts there's still integrity there's still you know everybody has their life choices and they do what they do bands included you know and they do what they do and that's that's between them and the lord mm-hmm. but war of ages i've always wanted to be solid and we've always wanted to be solid so yeah not only for non-believers but christians that's why the the lyrics on this record are so like to the point because i wanted it to be an anthem too for those believers out there who still believe or maybe they're struggling or not not sure what to do that you know there's still solid solid people solid believers out there that that want to fight you know will go to battle you know what i mean so that's the other thing too so yes that too (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like i just yeah it this album i think is i'm praying and hoping that this is not the end of war of ages because i kind of it is but like i don't i don't think so man i think we'll always as long as the lord gives me a voice if it was this would be one like one way to go out. One way to go <laughs> out. Like, <laughs> I yeah, think I hang out. I hang out with Brandon from Four Today. All the, like he does all of our merch now. He lives in Cincinnati, but like I was asking him, like, why did you guys just like, <clears throat> you know, you're at the top of your game. He's like, that's exactly why we did. And I'm like, I <laughs> yeah, no, oh, I that's mean, awesome. yeah, I, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's still more to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's still, you know, people that need reached. So as long as mm-hmm. I can keep screaming, I'll do it. Awesome, amen. Well, dude, it's been it's been a pleasure. Uh, we're we're so happy to have you on. Uh, really, thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on, um, no sharing problem, your story. Man. I know, I know, parts of that conversation weren't entirely easy. So really, like, genuinely, thank you for being willing to open up and to just. Talk I about whatever. <laughs> I, I was fighting it. I was like, I, I don't know. I was fighting it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, how do I say? Okay, we're good. We're good. <laughs> so, awesome. yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on, and I'm glad we were able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do many of these, uh, like I was telling you in the beginning, but um, I'm trying. I'm really trying to be a little more like active. You know, I know that mm-hmm. there's generation out there that's maybe lost or you know, need some inspiration. So these are important and I appreciate you guys doing what you do. Thank you. Thanks, man. Uh, Send the link to the old ladies at your church and they can. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when like my mom is trying to explain what we do and she's like, 
every every old lady, every lady that you're friends with or whatever, it's like, now I don't listen to the music. Like they have to like tell you. Yeah. Like my mom's like, it's not my style of music. You have to say that. Like just so you know, I'm not like sitting in the back going. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I, nobody believes that, mom. You don't need to tell everybody that. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> you just love your son. That's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's amazing. All right. Awesome. Thanks, dude.